Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking Show. I am your host, Brett Ridgway, and my guest this week is Shelly Golden. And Shelly is a personal branding image consultant and Zoom makeover expert who helps professionals elevate their image when speaking on stage or on a virtual platform. She's a master at helping you create the perfect look from head to toe so that you're wearing the perfect colors and styles for your body, the perfect colors in relation to your background, both in person or virtually, and feel more confident to help you stand out to be noticed. Shelly's a fourth generation in her family in the fashion and clothing business and has been in the image industry, or as she says, the I help you look good business for over 25 years as an image consultant in five cities on three continents and is a certified color consultant, costume historian, and costume designer. I didn't know a costume historian thing existed, honestly. Additionally, for those speaking and presenting on a virtual platform as a result of COVID, Shelly created the Zoom Makeover to help transform and elevate your Zoom space to deliver an exceptional virtual experience with the perfect camera, lighting, makeup, background, and clothing. So without further ado, welcome Shelly Golden to the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So glad to be here. So I, I'm going to throw myself up at a guinea pig at some point in time during our conversation and, and take the critique, good or bad or whatever, on my dress and background and all that stuff. But before we do, I mean, the normal folks of the show, Shelly, is to talk about people's speaking journey and all that. So you and I talked a little bit before we started, and, and you've certainly used speaking to help build your business. So tell me a bit more about your speaking journey, how you got into it, when you decide to get up on that stage and... We'll go from there. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that you didn't really know what a costume historian, because that's when I started speaking 25 years ago. Uh, I lived in Amsterdam and Abu Dhabi. And a costume historian is somebody who teaches people. I used to teach at a fashion design school, the history of clothing, you know, kind of going all the way back from cave to current day. <laughs> and so I used to talk about the history of clothing in particular, I used to specialize in 16th to 19th century European clothing. Then fast forward to three years ago or during COVID, I created what I call the Zoom makeover. So you mentioned that in the introduction. <clears throat> and the Zoom makeover is this five-step process to help you elevate how you show up online. And in the last three years, 
I have probably given a hundred presentations and probably 30 or 40 podcasts that I've spoken on, on how to show up, how to look better on Zoom or whatever virtual platform you're on. And that is really what pushed me into the next level. Because I've, I've probably spoken to a couple thousand people around the world mm -hmm. over these hundred presentations. Which so, so been... I'm going to ask you about the costume historian thing because I just find it fascinating, frankly. So right. have you ever consulted for movies or TVs to make sure they're period correct for what they're doing clothing and costume wise? No, but I've done plays. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. So theater. When, let's go back before Zoom became a thing and all that stuff. And so when did you actually first get up on the platform and what were you talking about in that particular instance? Uh, so in terms of before Zoom, before COVID? Yeah, before Zoom, real life stages, real real people in the audience. That's <laughs> what I used to talk about history of clothing. Yeah. And um, I, so what type of groups was that for then? I'd go to different cultural groups. Um, sometimes they were women's groups, um, different. I used to teach at a fashion design school. So I would be talking to students, uh, a, lot, a lot of students, sometimes teachers and professors, how to, uh, the history of clothing, kind of how the evolution occurred. And that is just something that rocks my boat. So were these paid speaking <laughs> so engagements? Were these paid speaking engagements, Shelley, or you just did it out of the love of the history? All of the above. Okay. All so, of the above. You've done a lot of speaking yourself. You've also, I'm sure, seen a lot of speakers over your time and events and all that. So in your mind, what are some of the biggest keys to success for a speaker? Some of the biggest keys for of success, besides having an awesome uh, verbal presentation, is, and, and this is one of the things that I am always attuned to, is how do you show up? Uh, when you're in front of an audience, can they see you? What are you wearing? Are you dressing the right part? Are you attracting the people that you want to attract? If you're in front of a very professional audience, you're not going to be wearing a hoodie and jeans. You know, it's just kind of the way it is. Oh, um, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if you're in front of an audience that is very professional, very conservative. Again, you're not going to be wearing hoodie and jeans. You're going to, you're going to, you want to dress either equal, or I always say a notch above. You want to walk into the room on your way to the stage going, oh, there's the speaker right there. You can just kind of tell the way the speaker is elevated just a little bit as opposed to dress down. And so that's a really important aspect, but also from head to toe. How do they show up from head to toe? Are you wearing like the funky shoes that really are the wrong shoes? Or I was just on a networking call and um, one of the women said to me, she was at this event. It was a daytime event, a thousand women. And this one woman wore an evening gown, which was really inappropriate for the, for the setting. So what you wear matters, of course, in addition to 
having the right presentation. And if you have visual vis visuals, you want those visuals to pop. You want people to be sucked into the, your visuals. You want people to be sucked into you. You want people to see you from the back of the room. That's what I aim for. And I think that's those are part of the element elements that make a great presentation. So the world I come from, Shelley, is primarily multi-speaker events like in the internet and information marketing spaces. And you very rarely these days see anybody who is wearing a suit and tie anymore. It tends to be uh -huh. a lot it, it tends to be a lot more casual now, you know, sport coat maybe with the polo shirt and jeans and all that. And that's honestly pretty much my standard garb. So how do you react to that switch in the dress of the world in terms of live events these days? I think that's just spot on. You know, I, I'm actually uh, prepping to create a, a blog called to tie or not to tie. That is the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I think really in politics, you know, that's really where in, in legal, in the legal field, that's where men are wearing ties, but I live in Silicon Valley. It is super casual here. The tie is, is, is a dying piece of clothing. Uh, men have been wearing something around their neck for 500 years. And so from the, I would say from the 15th or 16th century. So I, I think it's just kind of time for that to die. It's changed colors. It's changed shapes. It's changed fabrics. And we're moving on. And that's, that's okay. One of the things that I do advise men, because now they don't have something that's really neat and tidy around mm -hmm. their neck, even if they didn't iron their shirt very well, at least it was closed and the collar was more or less in the right place. Right. So now for a man, it's more important to make sure that your collar, not the color, but your collar is really well-pressed. It's standing up. You don't want one inside the jacket, one outside the jacket, if you're wearing a collared shirt. You could also wear like a really nice uh, crew neck, whether it's a, a t-shirt or a really nice sweater. I think that's okay too. All right. So this is pretty much my standard garb for an interview on my show or when I'm guesting on another podcast. And this is one of those days where I, I'm guesting on two today and I'm recording two. So it's a busy podcast day. So the sport coat is pretty standard. I normally wear a blue button shirt, but it could be a polo sometimes or whatever. So the shirt will change, but the jacket is pretty much the uniform, so to speak. So good, mm -hmm. bad, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings, Shelly. So give, give me your critique as a image consultant. Okay. For, I have a question for you before oh. I, I ask that. Is there a small pattern on your jacket? Well, very, 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 very small, like diamonds or whatever. I mean, it's not okay, solid I... color per se. Okay. So, all right. I, I, I wanted to know that because what's happening to your jacket, it's moraying, which means it's, it has, it's having like a wavy effect. Okay. Let's start with your shirt. Shirt color is great. Blues always look great. You do not want to wear white teal kind of teal blues are always a great color uh on on camera for your so i love the color and i love it with combination with your beard kind of the graying part of your beard it looks great hey, I, I earned that gray baby 
Yeah, I get it. It looks pretty good. Um, your jacket, while the color is a great color, because first of all, it's the right contrast color for your shirt, uh -huh. but because it has this little, very small pattern, depending upon I, like the camera, I could see that it there's a little bit of a wave. And that's why I asked you that question. So my suggestion is if you can really wear a solid colored jacket and mm -hmm. a solid colored shirt, you'd be better off. You okay. also want to make sure, you know, for your male viewers, if you're wearing a shirt, it doesn't have thin stripes or small little checks. Right now, small little checks are modern. I don't want to say fashionable because men say, oh, I'm not fashionable. I'm not, you know, but modern. So small little checks. And because what happens, especially if you're on a virtual platform like this, uh -huh. the camera can't decipher all the little pixels individually. And so to, to accommodate that, it has this more kind of wavy effect. So best to keep everything really solid color. All right, so I want to dive into this a little bit more, and I want to talk about some of the faux pas or whatever you've seen people make either on virtual events or on live stages. But before uh -huh. we do, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world, and now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world? If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back at the Spotlight on Speaking Show. My guest this week is Shelly Golden, and we're talking about how you appear on stage and in virtual events and all that. So, so let's dive into a mistake or two, Shelly. So what, what's a, a major faux pas or something you've witnessed where you just were left shaking your head saying, what the hell were they thinking? Okay. Uh, first of all, I, it, it kinda, I'm, I'm just going to reiterate my last comment. Keep your clothing solid. Big faux pas, wearing big plaids, big stripes. First of all, depending upon if you're on stage or you're on a virtual platform, sometimes it's a little distracting to your eyes. You know, it's like, whoa, first of all, it might catch your attention going, whoa, check out that plaid, check out that stripe. In the meantime, what's happening is you're not paying attention to what the person's saying. You're checking out that plaid going, whoa, that's like a big plaid. So that's another reason to keep it solid. So uh, patterns and stripes. That's one. Number two, dangly, dangly, big jewelry. If you're on a physical stage and you have yeah. a microphone, the last thing you want are perhaps dangly earrings or a, a jangly bangle bracelets or charm mm -hmm. bracelets because they interfere with the microphone. So that's a really big issue for women. All right. So the ear, earrings you're wearing now are fairly dangling. You would not wear those in an onstage event then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty small dangles, but I mean, big dangly earrings. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, I don't have that issue. So <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay, so. And another thing that I would also advise yeah. against mm -hmm. is either wearing all white or all black. And of course, the, the most, I wouldn't say it's the most important thing, but when you're speaking on stage, or for my clients who are speaking on a virtual platform, the first thing I always ask, besides who is your audience, the second thing I ask, I guess, is background. Mm -hmm. If you're speaking on stage and you have a dark curtain behind you or a dark wall, mm -hmm. you don't want to wear dark clothes. I see so many people, even on TED Talks, because it's usually a dark stage, and right. they're wearing black. You know, it's... It, it's you black absorbs color and you don't necessarily see people's nonverbal body language. And also if it's a darker background, the person in the back of the room will not be able to see you. Uh, if you're on a virtual platform, you want to wear contrasting color from your background. You know, that's something I never even thought about is when you're going into a live event, asking the event host what color or kind of backdrop they're going to have for the stage i would have never even given any thought to that at all so mm -hmm. interesting so yeah right, so you talk shelly about the clothing for virtual platforms and all that but i know there are other factors that you coach people on in terms of how to look best on zoom and other virtual platforms so what other things might you touch on that will impact how they come across Okay, this is my, my specialty, one of my other specialties since I'm at the, I have to do the good business online and in person. Lighting and camera angle. Those two things, I, I can't figure out which one is more important than the other. So if we're talking about on a virtual platform, you want to keep your head you really close to the top. Sometimes I say, if you take your hand and put it on top of your head, you want to see a couple of fingers on top of your head and a couple of fingers missing because you want to take up as much real estate as you can mm -hmm. so that it feels like you're sitting on the other side of the table and you want the camera angle to be the camera to be straight in front of your eyes. It's a little uncomfortable. So many people do it. I see it all the time. You see it all the time. They put their laptop on their desk. They're looking down at their laptop. The camera's looking up their nose, up at the ceiling. And it 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 doesn't feel as comfortable. What I try to make it feel is that as if everybody's sitting at the same table, we're all looking eye to eye. Also, it's less Zoom fatiguing. If mm -hmm. everybody is sitting at the same angle, at the same with the similar proportions. If you're looking up at the ceiling at this square and down at the floor at the next square over, you know, you're like, it, it, again, it, it's, a, it's a little unsettling and it creates more Zoom fatigue. The second thing is lighting. Lighting, if, if people can't see your face, they can't feel what you're saying and they can't, sometimes they actually need to read your lips. So if you wear glasses, like you and I do, Brett, uh, I always suggest having two lights left and right at the 10 o'clock and two o'clock positions. So it literally, it's like coming on each side of your face. Uh, so that, that's one of the, that's, that's how I would position lighting 
if you wear glasses. If you don't wear glasses, you can put the light right in front of you. Uh, I do have a super duper tip that I am going to share with your people. So this is, this is Shelly tips. So often you see people and they look totally whitewashed because they've got the light on their face. So one of the tips I have is I use fuchsia and yellow post-its over the lights. Uh, so I'm a certified color consultant. If you mix these two colors together, you get kind of a peachy color and that really creates more of a natural skin tone. And it doesn't matter if you're dark skinned or light skinned, it seems to be the right color combination. Huh. So these are some lighting tips to really help it help you be seen and, and look more natural. All right. So let me throw myself out there as a guinea pig again and critique the lighting and all here. Okay. Now here's, if, if, if you were doing a Zoom makeover with me, one of the things I would say, so your front of your face is fairly well lit, but I think you need to adjust the lighting up on the ceiling because you don't have much hair on your top of your head. No, so you're getting a lot of shine on your forehead. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if people are in professional offices, you can go on Amazon and get these fluorescent light covers. Maybe you need to actually diffuse the light that's on the ceiling. Sometimes people have spotlights in their, in their home offices. Maybe you need to cover it with some paper or some foil with like holes in it. So it's not quite so intense. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to hold a second. I want to adjust something, and then you tell me if this is better or worse. Okay, because what? Uh, well, you don't always want to. Let's see what. Let's see what you did. Nope, nope, not not. not I would not do that. Put the light oh, back better. on. I actually turned the fluorescent <laughs> off. So, uh, so if it's a fluorescent light, you might want to get a fluorescent light cover. Okay. All right. So what else about background? I mean, I know you are a virtual background person and all that. I personally am not a big fan of virtual backgrounds because I see people washing in and out of them from time to time. You know, their ear mm -hmm. will go away or whatever, which I find kind of disconcerting. But are there any particular hints on virtual backgrounds if somebody is forced to go that route? If someone's forced to go that route, uh, th that's actually one of the reasons I have this one up right now. Uh, I've been testing this one out. I've been making custom branded virtual backgrounds for companies and organizations. If you need to go with a virtual background, because some people do, you know, they've got kids, they've got animals walking around, they're, they're in their bedroom, and that's just the space that they're in because people are so often working from home these days. Mm -hmm. If you have a virtual background, the one suggestion I have, if you, so often people try to make it realistic, as do I is you want the perspective to be at eye level. I was on a call with someone who had a virtual background and, and I knew this guy and he had the virtual background with this really beautiful living room with beautiful windows and modern low le black leather sofas, but the sofas were up here. So the person, and it looked like he was sitting on the floor okay. because like, you could see that they're low Italian sofas. Yeah. So it, it looked like he was sitting on the floor. So the perspective was wrong. And what happens when the perspective is wrong, it, 
it, it, it makes a little bit of an uncomfortable feeling, which mm -hmm. causes a little more zoom fatigue because your brain is trying to adjust for the level and, but trying to not let that unbalanced level disturb you from what the person's saying. So if you have exactly the same level, that makes it, that makes it easier to look at somebody. So there are a lot of things that impact how effective someone is as a speaker. And you know, what you're talking about today are things that honestly, most people probably don't give a whole lot of thought to. So I would like you to take a couple of minutes, if you would, Shelly, and, and tell people a little bit more about what you do and how they can get involved in your world if they so choose. Okay, so I, I help people look good and feel confident in person, on stage, on their virtual background, on their, on their, on a virtual platform. I can help people in their real Zoom setting. I call it the Zoom makeover. If you check out uh, Zoom makeovers, um, I have all of this on my website, ShellyGoldenStyle.com. So I help people with Zoom makeovers. I am launching a new program that I'm super excited about, Brett. And I spoke to you about this the other day when we connected. I, my program is how to dress for impact and appeal from the stage. It's a, there's a group workshop and then you get two one hour sessions with me and we are going to come up with specific outfits that work for your coloring, your body, your audience, your presentation. If you're in a speaking on a virtual presentation, we'll work on your, is what I say, everything you see in your Zoom box, clothing, lighting, background, camera. And so this is how I help people look good, feel confident when you're speaking. All right. And all, all this again is at ShellyGoldenStyle.com. And we'll make sure that is in the show notes down below. So any, any final words of wisdom for folks, Shelly, before we wrap her up this afternoon? Yeah. You've, thank you for asking. You need to be intentional in how you show up. You need to be intentional of what you wear because so often I see people that don't really think about it, but know what your background is, know, know what color you're wearing, know what your lighting is, and uh, dress for your audience. Take it up in one notch and you will always show up better, look better, and you'll rock your presentation. All right. Well, my, my sincere thanks to my guest, Shelly Golden, this week for sharing her expertise. And as always, I wish you all the greatest of success in all that you do. And may, honestly, 2023 be your greatest year yet. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember to visit our website at SpotlightOnSpeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business.